This is the High School Football America podcast for January the 19th, 2022. I'm Jeff Fisher. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability, faster speed than huddle sideline, and GameStrat has awesome customer service. They're even there for you on Friday nights. That's very, very, very important. And they have great plans priced right for every coach's budget. And between now and the end of February, check out their special discounts by going to highschoolfootballamerica.com. To get a demo, go to gamestrat.com, or you can just click on the GameStrat banner ad located on every page of highschoolfootballamerica.com. All right, we're heading to the state of Michigan, the Wolverine State, outside of Lansing, and a guy that got a pretty big honor earlier this week. When the NFHS, yeah, the national governing body, comes calling and says, you're the coach of the year for 2021 in high school football, you know how many schools there are around the country, and you're, you're number one. <laughs> That's a pretty big big deal. And uh, DeWitt head coach Rob Zimmerman is on the line to talk about um, a great program he's built there outside of, of Lansing, uh, the award itself, and a lot of other things. We've got a lot, of, a lot of ground to cover here, Rob, but thanks for taking the time to chat with us today. Oh, you're very welcome, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. Coach, I do this all the time, and right at the top, you know, make sure everybody knows where we're talking about. Okay, Lansing, that sounds like East Lansing, sounds like Michigan State, but, uh, you know, sometimes everybody's geography isn't that great, so I'm going to have you put on your, your ambassador cap here for the community and the school and talk a little bit about uh, DeWitt High School and, and, and what the community's like and how football fits into the fabric of that community. Sure. We're, uh, DeWitt is uh, about 10 minutes from Michigan State University and, and 10 minutes from the capital. So we're right on the outskirts of both East Lansing and Lansing, Michigan. Um, we're the only high school in, in our community, and uh, football plays a huge role in DeWitt. Uh, we've been very fortunate to have great tradition for many, many, many years, and Friday nights are uh, a great event at DeWitt and certainly one of the best in the state of Michigan. Uh, we have a lot of top-level athletic programs, and um, again, I'm very fortunate to be part of this program and, and part of this community because it's a tremendous place to live, teach, and coach. A couple of back-to-back uh, state championship game appearances, winning it. Uh, I was going to say you won it in 20, but your 20 championship was actually in, in early 21. And then this past, uh, right after Thanksgiving, you, you lost in the championship game to a very good uh, Detroit Martin Luther King game. But I, I want to take you back um, to about 23 years ago before taking the head coaching job in that those first couple of days. I always like to hear from coaches on those building blocks. What do you think you did right, you know, two-plus decades ago that set the tone for what you've established there and accomplished through the decades? Well, I think the biggest thing was uh, putting together a plan of exactly what we wanted to try to do and how we were going to go about it, kind of uh, a blueprint for what we thought the success, um, what we needed to do to be successful. So obviously in any, any really good program, your work ethic being established for your kids is super important. And so that was kind of the driving force in, in getting all the off-season, the weight programs, seven-on-sevens, all that type of stuff. I mean, at that point, uh, that was getting a lot bigger and, and really just starting to get rolling. So 
think that the very best thing that we did was put together a, a plan, uh, and, and it was a very detailed plan as to how we wanted to go about things. And, and then obviously you have to put together a great coaching staff. And, you know, with, with that work ethic, you have to develop a, a great relationship with kids. And that was also a top priority for us to, to spend time with them and, and be committed ourselves and make sure they understood we cared about them as young men and, and to build that whole uh, team culture that's so, so important in any sport, but particularly football. Sure, we're talking with Rob Zimmerman, head coach at DeWitt High School in Michigan. He is the 2020-21 NFHS Coach of the Year, National Coach of the Year, a big honor for him there. And, and Coach, you mentioned during that uh, little soliloquy there when I told you to become the ambassador uh, that you are a uh, one-school town, and that's you know a, a dying thing, as you and I talked about before I rolled the tape here. Uh, talk a little bit about what you have feeder-wise, because you know we all know around the country that's played such an important role in all football programs. I would assume you guys have a pretty strong one, and how much of a hand do you have in that? Uh, is everybody you know thinking, hey, I want to be that DeWitt High player uh, come whatever it is. If I'm eight, I want to be there when I'm 16, that sort of thing? We do have that, and you know, and that's been a big part of our success. Uh, our youth program has been very strong for many years before I got here, and we just tried it to add to it. You know, and I think the key is obviously getting those youth coaches that that want the kids to learn our system. They run our program, and in particularly, the older they get in the youth program, the more they're just like us. So the sixth, seventh, and eighth graders are almost identical to what we do at the high school level. And having those coaches that buy into, hey, we're we're helping these kids to become great players for Duet when they get to the high school is so important. And we've had that. We've had a lot of volunteer guys that are willing to do that and are willing to put the time in to to learn our system and to be great coaches for us. And uh, we do have the, that, that atmosphere where the kids that are young, they want to be the next, uh, like this year, Tommy McIntosh is going to Wisconsin and Ty Holtz was a two-time All-State quarterback. They want to be the next guy, and, and those guys are living legends in our communities, the varsity players, particularly when you know, we've had the success we've been fortunate enough to have as of late. And uh, So it's a, it's a great thing to watch, too, those young guys grow up one and read DeWitt Panthers and, and we don't have any feeder system other than our middle school in DeWitt. So we're, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, we don't have school of choice in the high school. We don't get transfers. We have DeWitt kids and that's it. And so our young guys growing up wanting to be, uh, the next great player that we've had at the high school level. And it's pretty neat to watch after the games on Friday nights, all those little guys down on the field wanting to get autographs and just spend some time with our players knowing that, you know, they potentially could be that next guy. So it's uh, it's a great thing to be a part of. I'm loved, loving the fact that you're still old school like that. Imagine that. One one school, one town, and everybody wants to play there when they get older. That's a, that's a great thing. Well, it, it takes me to a, a thought. It's kind of a two-part question. Um, you've been there a while. You know, two plus decades. Uh, just curious, you know, about the the longevity on your staff. Do you have a lot of guys there that have been there a while? Let's get some names in there, guys. That because you know, when you win a, an award like this on the national level, your name's on it. But there's a lot of other people. And then the other, the second part of the question, you can take this however you want. Is usually in a community like this, once you know they go to college and graduate, if they have even the slightest inkling of being a coach, they like to usually come back and give back. Do you have a lot of guys that do that in the community? Uh, any of those guys on the staff? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think with any good program, you have uh, continuity and you have longevity out of your coaching staff. And so I've had several guys with me for 15 plus years, John Bertaka, Tim Williams, um, Kyle Haskell, and then I, I have some middle 
middle-level guys that have been there in the 12-13, Phil Wilson and and uh, Brandon Renneker. And, and, and then we have some younger guys. And the second part of the question that you asked, uh, we're very fortunate that we have a lot of former players. I believe I have 21 coaches on our high school staff, and nine of them are former players, which nice. is just a yeah, great thing for our staff. The guys want to come back and be a part of it. They understand the expectations, and they want to see the success continue. And so that's been a a really, really big part of, of the success that we've had is having so many former players be on our staff. So I am very fortunate to have a great mix of veteran coaches that have been with me a long time and, and some younger guys, and then certainly the former players. Uh, it's just been a great thing and, and certainly a big part of the reason we've had the success we've had. Talking with Rob Zimmerman, the head coach at DeWitt, over uh, over 20 years at the school. They've done some great things through the years. And, and, and Coach, because we have so many coaches from the profession that listen to this podcast, I always like to try and give some nuggets. And here's one that I always love is when that kid finally does come back, right? You've been, you've been kind of getting on his butt a little bit through the years, you know, blowing that whistle in his ear, but now now he's got his own whistle. What, what, you got any nuggets there, some tidbits for coaches? What's it like and what are some of the things you do to make those kids that you had coached up for so long now coaching them into being coaches i guess is the best way to put it i think honestly it's pretty easy i mean the biggest thing when they're playing for you is knowing that you care right they knowing that you care about them as young men and and uh in the program and when they know that you care that they give you everything when they're part of the program and they develop that uh, that desire to want to be a part of it. And I think so many of them, because we spend so much time with them, they understand the expectations. And so the transfer from player to eventually coach is not a real difficult process. And if you have that relationship built with them when they were a player, when they're now back as a coach, if you do need to have a more serious talk, then they understand what you're trying to accomplish and that you're just trying to make them better. So it's really not a very difficult process if if you treated them right when they were part of your program and they had a great experience. What an 18-month run for you guys. Uh, COVID and all, right? Uh, you, you started 2020 in 2020, which is normal. Uh, you ended 2020 in January of 21, winning a state championship. And then, of course, uh, right around the corner is the, the fall of 21. And uh, you guys get a runner-up finish. I, I was just curious, you know, looking back, now that you've had a, maybe a month and a half or two months to breathe on it, do you realize what you did? What were some of the, the, the biggest hurdles? What were some of the things that put a smile on your face? Can you lay those out for us? Sure. Well, I, certainly the biggest hurdle was the fact that, you know, we had to deal with COVID like everybody else did. And when we got uh, our season going, I think we had uh, four or five different stoppages in play in 2020 throughout the season. And when we got to the playoffs, we had had 80 days off from our last game and then we had to start up with what would have been the equivalent of the quarterfinals and we had a a team forfeit so we didn't play a quarterfinal game so we had to go into the semifinals against one of the top programs in Michigan after uh, more than 80 days off so that was a huge challenge for us and during that the entire time um, we had to test three times a week for COVID and if anybody tested positive then they were out and so you never knew what you were going to have. And that was the beginning of it, you know? And so it was very difficult from a mental standpoint for the kids and, and for obviously for us as coaches. And I, I think the key for us was that we had great leadership on that team. And those kids just kept the nose, the grindstone and stayed focused. And they were willing to make the sacrifices that they needed to make with decision-making with who they're around and, you know, taking chances. And 
they were all in with trying to win a state championship. And so we were fortunate enough to be able to get to that point. And, um, you know, this year was, was much different because we didn't have the same type of obstacles. We had a lot of those same kids back, uh, that were very successful the previous year in winning a state championship. And so we had great experience, but, you know, if I look back on the, the things that stood out the most, uh, obviously winning a state championship was great for us and being there again was, was outstanding. But, uh, I think the, the kids that we got to work with the last couple of years, just such a great character, young men that really did everything that you could possibly ask of them. And, and, you know, have, have put our program where it's at because of the commitment that they made, the, the leadership that they uh, displayed, the character that that uh, these kids all had, and just uh, just a great honor to coach the young men that we have. Many many years of of great kids here, but the last two in particular. We'll get to some of those names in just a second, but I'm sure there's some coaches around the country listening to your little description there of what happened in 2020 and playing a championship game uh, in, in January in Michigan in the North going, what the heck? We didn't even play in 2020. Um, where where does the credit lie um, as far as those stoppages starting up again, You know, going as deep as you did into January to, to hand out the championship trophies? I'm sure it's a, a team effort, but you know, what, what do you feel kind of came together to make that happen because I there, there was probably every reason to stop at some point right yeah no question I honestly uh, Mark Ewell and, and the employees at the Michigan High School Athletic Association deserve a big round of applause for keeping our seasons going in Michigan because they certainly could have shut things down and and they were bound and determined to get through the entire year and have all three sports so certainly need to say something about the Michigan High School Athletic Association and then you know, I think from our own standpoint, just not only the kids, but our administrators, our athletic director, Mike Bry, um, all the testing that him and our, our athletic trainer, Steve Jenkins, did, just those two guys. And they had to not only do the testing, but they had to input all the results every single day and test the number of athletes that they had to test was just uh, an incredible task in their part. And, and then I also think for us, our parents, um, you know, were so, so helpful because they understood what we were trying to accomplish and they were willing to help. And, you know, in, in this current environment, as you know, for the last couple of years, there's a lot of uh, political things that come into that too and differing views on, on COVID and what's okay and what's not okay with the mass and all that stuff. And, and we had total buy-in to help the kids be able to play. And, and there's a lot to be said for that too, because there certainly is uh, a lot of uh, difficulties with that type of thing still right now. Yeah, and I, I joke with a lot of coaches around the country that uh, with everything you guys had to go through with the, the testing and all that, uh, y'all should have instead of uh, HC in front of your name, doctor. So uh, with that being said, we're talking to Dr. <laughs> Rob Zimmerman, head coach at uh, DeWitt High School. And uh, you mentioned a couple of young men earlier uh, during this interview, and, and you said a lot of kids kind of overlapped the two seasons. would love to get some of the names in there, some of the leaders uh, of the program that uh, that brought you to uh, back-to-back state championship games at, at, at Ford Field there this past uh, Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Well, so our 2020 team, a uh, young man named Andrew Debris, that was a three-year starter for us. Um, Connor Poacher was also a three-year starter, and Greg Ewell uh, was a two-year captain. And those guys were just uh, great leaders as seniors two years ago. They helped us you know, stay on track and in focus to be able to get through that whole thing. So I think their leadership carried over to this year and, and we had four three-year starters on this team that played a huge role in the 2020 team and uh, those are Tyler Holtz, 
uh, who's a quarterback going to uh, Brown, Tommy McIntosh, receiver that's going to Wisconsin, uh, Bryce Debry, who has multiple offers but yet to decide. And um, our fourth one is Nick Flegler, who is a young man that's going to play at Air Force. And so those seven kids all played a, an instrumental role in our success the last two years, even though the guys from two years ago are gone. What they did from a leadership standpoint carried over to this season, and those guys this year just took over for them. Uh, since I met you, uh, full disclosure here, we became friends thanks to uh, your good buddy and my good buddy, Noel Dean, the uh, the Hall of Fame coach there from Michigan, now coaching down here in Georgia where I live. And uh, one of the things you talked about first was just the the – importance of academics within your program, meaning the student and student-athlete is always coming first. Uh, Talk a little bit about um, how you view that and the success you guys have had in the classroom. DeWitt is definitely an academically oriented community. Um, You know, education is very important, obviously within the school, but also with our parents. So uh, we're blessed to have a community that pushes academics and and the kids understand growing up that it's a very, very important thing. There's a lot of kids with big goals and aspirations. Once they graduate, uh, a lot of kids going on to very good academic universities. So uh, that certainly helps us from a football standpoint. And with what we do on both sides of the ball, our kids, have to be pretty sharp. Um, we're able to run a pretty complex system on both sides, and, and their ability to, to retain and to understand what we're doing certainly is a, a benefit to us from a program standpoint. And, and we are proud of our academic success. Um, our, our program has been first-team academic all-state in Michigan for the last nine, nine years, and, and uh, we feel like that's uh, one of our greatest, if not greatest, accomplishments for, for those young men to do so well from an academic standpoint. No doubt about it. Doesn't hurt to have smart football players, right, Coach? <laughs> no, absolutely. Great, great plus for us. <laughs> they make you look smart, <laughs> yeah, especially if absolutely. they can play the game. <laughs> We're talking with Rob Zimmerman, the head coach at DeWitt High School in uh, Michigan, outside of Lansing. Uh, just uh, a great program there. Uh, he is the 2021 NFHS National Football Coach of the Year, one of uh, 23 winners. And uh, when I met you uh, down in South Georgia last year, uh, at that point you were uh, you were the Detroit Lions Coach of the Year. You ended up runner-up for the Don Shula Award. And I, I was just curious, you know, what that meant to you, uh, especially when you know the, the the Lions and the NFL in general are, are doing more reaching down into the high school ranks to to whether it's giving you guys some money that helps programs to getting you recognition what does that mean for you and what did the award itself mean to you well certainly the um, the money that goes towards the program is a huge plus with receiving it for the lions award and then also receiving it from the nfl for the runner-up um, we received, I think, $15,500 for our program. So that was money that we were able to use in some areas that normally we don't have the money for. So that was greatly appreciated. And, you know, I think the, the next thing that goes with it is just the recognition that it gets for our kids. You know, as I've spoken, we had, we have had just such great character kids that have done everything right and have worked so hard that to any, any recognition that I get or we get as coaches is a reflection on our kids and then our community. And so that's a tremendous, uh, tremendous honor for them in particular. And I'm just so proud of anything that we're able to get because it shows what those kids are able to do and, and should make them even more proud of what they've able to been able to 
accomplish. Yeah, no doubt about it. There's a there's a nice little carrot too on the end of that stick too. Uh, what's that thing called? Super Bowl? Uh, because you're running. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, you looking forward to that? I, I I think I know the answer, but I'll ask the dumb media question. You looking forward to that? <laughs> I can't wait. You know, I, and here's the other thing. So every coach, uh, you know, the wives put in so much time, and my wife is no different. Christina has has been such a big part of our program, and obviously I've been coaching for a long time, and. For me to be able to take her with me to uh, to L.A. and go to the Super Bowl and enjoy a really nice weekend, she's super excited. And so that's probably the neatest thing about that is I get to do something nice for her before because of all of her efforts with football. So we can't wait. I mean, it's obviously not far away and, and uh, very much looking forward to it. Yeah, that'll be a lot, a lot of fun for you. And, uh, you know, uh, lots of things flying through my mind here. I know you're part of the Michigan High School Football Coaches Association, the executive committee and all that. And I I'd like you to take a few moments to talk about, and again, it's kind of like putting the ambassador's hat on, but talk a little bit about the organization, what it's doing for the profession in Michigan, and just high school football in general in Michigan, kind of the state of the state, if you will, for the Wolverine State. Can you take that that challenge on? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think our coaching association has done a tremendous job, and the biggest challenge right now is with uh, the changing landscape with the college game is trying to keep up and, and do everything that we can to help promote football and to help promote these kids that are, are playing the game. So we've made a lot of changes over the years, but I think we do a great job with our all-star game and our clinic this year that we just finished last weekend was the biggest one that we've ever had. I think uh, there's 2,300 people that were registered for it. And uh, so they were very, very happy with the outcome of how it went. We had some, some very, very big name speakers and, and, uh, uh, it was an outstanding event. We have a senior showcase that we've done that's been a great thing for our, uh, kids that are unsigned yet, and, and that's a promising thing. And so, I, you know, I just really think that we have a lot of guys that are very committed to the game that are doing everything they can to try to help high school football in Michigan and um, continue to to evolve with the changing game, as I said, from the college level. So I'm very proud to be a part of it, and, and I think they're doing a very good job to, to try and help our kids. And then just kind of, you know, the, the game itself, because, you know, we, we've got, we like to, you know, pop our chests out a little bit. You know, I'm the Pennsylvania guy that, uh, you know, went out to California and said, oh, we could beat you. And then we did one game, which I really love. But anyway, we, we all want to, yeah. you know, be proud of the states that we're from. How would you put the, 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 the state of the state, if you will, of the game there? Because I know you guys play some quality football there. I honestly think, and yes, I'm biased because I'm from Michigan, but I honestly think that the football is very, very good right now. You know, we've put a lot of kids in Division One, and in Detroit in particular, that area has put a lot of kids uh, in major Division One programs. It's a heavily recruited area in, in the country, and, and for good reason. There's an awful lot of good players coming out of there. And, uh, you know, I think we certainly have some um, – obstacles with not having spring football you know our weather certainly makes it difficult for us to be able to do something like that so our programs don't get to do quite as much and we maybe have a few more restrictions than some of the other states as far as what we're able to do but with that being said i, I think our coaches have done a very good job and we've continued to gotten better in the state of michigan and i know there's a ton of great football out there and you know i'm not comparing us to anybody else but i do <laughs> think that we've done a really nice job and and that uh, our coaches have have continued to improve and, and we do a lot of kids in college football for no bigger of a state than we are from a population standpoint. 
you did a nice job of dancing around that a little coach speak in there and all that. I'm I, <laughs> being in the media, I can be just cocky about it and just say, hey, you know. But <laughs> I've lived in enough places around the nation to make some determinations, and I usually get get some crap later on when I show up someplace from people. But that's that's neither here nor there. Rob Zimmerman is on the line. Uh, he is the 2020-2021 NFHS National Football Coach of the Year. He's the head coach at DeWitt High School, Division Three school uh, in in Michigan. And, and coach, we saved the best for last. You talked a little bit about the Lions Award, but uh, th- th- this one is is pretty big too. You know, it's it's uh, it, what are we fifteen thousand maybe uh, eleven man football programs in the nation, and, and your name is at the top of the list. Uh, what's that mean to you? Uh, you know, I, I look at it, I guess the same way as I do with the Lions Award. Again, it's uh, it's just a great reflection on our program and and so many people that have had a, a huge role in what we've been able to accomplish, you know, and when we get asked about our uh, continued success over the years, there's so many people that have a big hand, our youth program, you know, our, our high school as a whole, the administrators, our community. I have, I, I feel like I have the best coaching staff in the state of Michigan and having the continuity that we have certainly has played a big role. So all of those things factor into it and, and this award is just a, another reflection on our program and the many people over the years for a long period of time that have helped to build it. So, I mean, that's that's basically how I, I look at it. Certainly a, a great award. Um, I'm incredibly humbled by it, but it's an award that goes to our program because of, of the continued success we've had. Yeah, no doubt about that. If memory serves me correctly, after we met, I think you said your dad may have checked out HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com a little bit. So uh, uh, what, what did dad think of the award? Well, he's a dad, right? So he's very, very, he's very, very proud as every dad is going to be, right? And uh, he certainly has followed your uh, website. And he's not a big Twitter guy, so he looks at the website more. But um, when he found out about it, he was definitely proud. And I, you know, um, little side note, my dad's one of those guys that's that's always been there. He's never missed a game in my 23 years of actually now 26 years total of being a head coach. He's never missed one. So he's a huge high school football fan, and uh, that was a pretty neat thing for him to be able to see that for sure. That's neat. What 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 in your dad is in you as it relates to you know the coach, the man? Do you uh, after all these years, uh, do, do you see a little bit of dad in you or not? It usually is the no, case. I, Absolutely. Um, you know, he was a guy that took a job at General Motors when he was 18 and didn't go to college and worked his way all the way up to second highest level engineer and GM. And, and so uh, I tell you that because he's always had just a phenomenal work ethic. And, and I think that's probably my greatest attribute is is uh, I'm not afraid to work. And, you know, when our kids work and they understand the importance of of having a great work ethic. And so that's probably the, the, the biggest thing that I took from him, but you would see an awful lot of, of him and me. I'm not the man that he is yet, but I certainly look up to him and, and um, the many great qualities that he has. Something to strive for. Rob Zimmerman, the 2020-21 National Federation Coach of the Year in football, also the runner-up for the Don Shula Award. Congratulations, Coach. Uh, I, I know you know you're around long enough. You win some stuff, but you don't win stuff like this unless you're doing it the right way. And that's not just wins and losses and X's and O's. It's everything you're doing for the football community there in Dewitt. So congratulations. I, I, I've been happy to get to know you. I'm I'm glad you happened to stop in when I was hanging out with Noel Dean, and uh, now we got a little friendship going here. So thank you for 
taking the time with me. And again, congratulations on you know an outstanding job there for the young men at uh, DeWitt. Thank you, Jeff. I really appreciate you having me on. And, uh, you know, likewise, it was great having the opportunity to meet you. And I appreciate everything you do for high school football. Um, it's a, a huge blessing for all of us in this country. Well, thank you very much. And the High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability with faster speed than huddle sideline and awesome customer service. GameStrat knows how to take care of its clients. They also have great plans priced right for every coach's budget with special discounts between now and the end of February. To get a demo, go to GameStrat.com or you can click on the GameStrat banner ad that's located on every page of HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com.